You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. Robert R. McCammon's first novels, including Mystery Walk, feature southern themes and locations inspired by his experiences growing up. I remember my grandfather, we had a big, huge field in the back of our house, and he rented that field out one summer to a traveling evangelist. I guess I was probably eight or nine years old at the time. This evangelist set up the tent, and he had tent meetings out there in the, in the field. And at night, he would get on the microphone, and I could hear the people applauding and shouting and all that. And that really stuck with me. So I wanted to use that feeling, but I remember that vividly that tent. And an evangelist in the backyard, if you believe that. McCammon's newest work is also inspired by his childhood, seeing bad movies. Of course, you know, I got to your neighborhood theater when I was a kid, and I went to see a Hammer film. I think it's called Night Creatures. And it, it's set in the colonial era, and it's got, you know, it's not really a very good movie, but still it's got that feeling, that colonial feeling. I love history. I love colonial history. I love American history. I wanted to do something different. I felt like I kind of covered all the bases in terms of, of horror fiction. I, you know, I'd done The Ghost and The Werewolf and just about everything. The result was Sings the Nightbird, featuring Matthew Corbett, a problem solver for the London-based Herald Agency in colonial America at the dawn of the 18th century. For McCammon, the character of Matthew Corbett had staying power. It was just going to be a one-shot book. And then later on, I thought, you know what, I can really carry this on and make it a series because I really enjoyed the character. And I wanted to see the character grow. I wanted him to move to New York and go from there. McCammon followed up Sings the Nightbird with The Mistress of Bedlam, Mr. Slaughter, and The Providence Rider. Corbett's adventures find him in pursuit of serial killers, terrorists, and the elusive Professor Fell, the emperor of crime on two continents. McCammon enjoys his research, but knows that it has to take a back seat when he starts to write the novels. I have books about the language. When I did Speaks of Nightbird, I did my first research in Williamsburg, and I went to the place in Williamsburg where they have all the diaries and documents from that era. But then again, I don't want it to be a history lesson. I mean, I want it to be fun. I want it to be exciting. I want it to be sexy. I want it to be wicked. I want it to be funny, you know, violence in it, a little strangeness in it. Professor Fell, and yet I have to know a lot more than what I can write down in the book. McCammon does not outline his novels. He begins knowing only the characters, some important scenes, and that he has to satisfy a demanding audience of one. You know, I never work with an outline, and I always think the way I feel about a book is the way the reader is going to feel about it. I don't know actually how I'm going to get from one place to another. And so it's a little more, probably more stressful than having an outline. So when I'm writing, it's really for me, my entertainment and enlightenment. I really don't want to know exactly what's going to happen. You know, I want to connect these signpost scenes. And the first book I did just was an idea, just see where it goes. And it just leads you somewhere. McCammon's holistic approach is based on his childhood as a reader. He understands that reading itself is a poignant experience. When I was a kid, I remember reading a book, and when it ended, it was sad to me because I did not want it to end. So I had a feeling of sadness, of, of loss, that I would never see these characters again. I would never read this story again for the first time. And I always wanted to do that in my work, too. I wanted to make it that when you read my book and you finished it, you had a little sadness because you were going to miss the characters and you were going to miss the story. So that's what I've always wanted to do. William Wordsworth observed that the child is the father of the man. In his 20th century childhood, 
Robert R. McCammon finds inspiration that transforms his 21st century novels into poignant, powerful reading experiences. For the Agony Column and KUSP, I'm Rick Cleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.